Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Hey, we've been most recently been called the Vibe of Thrive. Kind of like that. Thank you all for all the all the ways that you describe us. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Vasily. We come to you live, 14 hours of live radio a week, and about 30 hours of redistributed encore presentations of the Dr. Pat Show. Today, this is about as live as you get here on bbsradio.com. And I want to make sure that all of you out there know right out of the gate, without question, that this is a call-in show. This is a show where you're going to get to meet one of the most amazing psychics on the planet here today. You're going to hear more about this in a minute. You all know that toll-free number, 888-815-9756, Let me tell you why I'm so jazzed. Tonight, tonight, we all get to hang out with and chat with the psychic lawyer, Mark Anthony. He's taking our calls, and we're going to be talking about whether or not it's possible to really communicate with dead people. Mark will demonstrate that you can still communicate with the spirits of people on the other side and get insight and understanding into your life, where you are now, where you want to go, and maybe even where you've been. Along the way, you'll get a sense of who are those folks that are hanging out with us. And most of the time, you know that, by the way, they are. Mr. Anthony, or Mark, as I love to call him, is also an amazing attorney, licensed to practice in Florida, Washington, D.C. And you're going to hear about that story as well. He's an accomplished public speaker, and he regularly talks about life after death in contact with the spirit world. So today, we're going to be talking about what it means to, to have a psychic experience. Do you have the ability to have it? And, you know, by the way, what the heck is going on that maybe you have a sense of, but don't really believe you can connect? Mark Anthony joining me here today. We're going to be talking about ghosts. We're going to be talking about psychic phenomena. And we're going to be talking about you and me and tapping into this veil that many of us know exists. Mark, thank you so much for joining us today on the show. I am so jazzed. Great to have you on. Well, thank you, Dr. Pat. It's an honor to be here with you. Uh, uh, your reputation is just sterling. I mean, I've, I've gotten such great feedback from so many people that, uh, you know, that I was going to be your guest tonight. Well, we're thrilled to have you. How does it feel, Mark? To have the title, The Psychic Lawyer, I have to say, that is probably such a special, unique brand. What does that feel like for you? And and as I guess Dr. Phil would say, how's that working for you? <laughs> uh, well, it, it, it feels good. I mean, I don't wake up in the morning and say, da, 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 I'm the psychic lawyer, but <laughs> oh, it's, you know, I'm descended from a long line of mediums and psychics, and I just happen to go to law school. And I've found that uh, this gift comes in very handy in my line of work because I can usually tell when people are lying to me. I can usually tell, um, you know, who's in control in a situation and what they're feeling. I don't read minds, but I can tell what people are feeling. It especially comes in handy if I'm selecting a jury because, you know, I don't, have you ever been um, on a jury panel? Oh, yeah. I, I, I Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it's it, it can be a very uncomfortable experience, and a lot of people, you know, the whole point is that we're supposed to get the prospective jurors to tell the truth, but a lot of times people are telling us what they think we want to hear or what they think sounds best. And what I do, I mean, I've had some some jury selections where I don't even really ask that many questions. I just kind of read everybody, and then I'll focus in on one or two people and ask them, well, why are you feeling this today? And they start to open up. So. It, it can be very interesting at times. It's very interesting. I got to tell you, it was an interesting experience for me because I basically showed up and 
and answered all the questions about as honest as, as I could, thinking that uh, that they wouldn't select me. But it, in fact, they did. So it's it's probably a more intuitive process than one really knows. Um, it, it, it it absolutely is, uh, Doctor Pat. Yeah. And many people, you know, you brought up a good point before when you said, you know, how are we, we're all psychic. Well, we use intuition all the time. You know, lawyers use it, but every day, every, everybody does. And if you look at, let's take the word psychic out of it and call it for women, women's intuition. Now, how many women out there that are listening and how many guys that are out there that are listening um, are married to women who have women's intuition? I think just about everybody's going to say yes. You can count on and, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And let me ask you, Dr. Pat, um, anytime you have overruled your women's intuition, have you, A, been happy that you did, or B, wish that you hadn't? I'm still crying over some of that. I, I'm, I'm still weeping over some of the decisions. I'm, I'm kind of joking, but I remember those decisions. You know, I get a hit, and as a matter of fact, I talked about this the other day, Mark. It was really interesting. I was I was at a conference, and um surprisingly, I received an award. I didn't realize I was getting an award, so I was kind of, I was caught a little bit, um, you know, off track a little bit. I wasn't really focused on it, but I had to go up and I had to, you know, kind of re- receive this award. And I right. shared a story about how I actually got into radio. And, and it's a story I've shared a million times about dialing a wrong number, but having the intuitive sense not to hang up. Um, I dialed into Voice America at the time, and I didn't hang up. There was something about the call that intrigued me. There are other times, just exactly like you've said, where intuitively I've known to either do something or not do something and went totally against. Well, my gut, I mean, we hear this, don't we, Mark? You know, what does your gut say? We're having a gut reaction, right? A gut reaction. And to frame it in a context that men can relate to, if if men refer to this as a gut feeling or as an instinct. See, because a lot of men say, oh, I'm not psychic, I'm not spiritual. It's like, well, yes, you are. You have the same um, equipment uh, psychically as as women do. It's just that because this is an emotional-based activity that, that deals with your feelings, and let's face it, most men bottle up their feelings or they put uh, walls uh, up against their feelings or they compartmentalize it. Well, I'll just deal with that later. I'll push it aside. It's a very male thing to do. So what we're doing as men is we're blocking our psychic ability, whereas mm. women are socialized to um, be able to display and to embrace their feelings, and so they get a more direct feed from their intuitive psychic ability. This is really a conversation where I think many people right now, Mark, are contemplating the decisions they've made in life. I mean, I know that I I have many conversations throughout the day with people that, wow, I wish I, I wish I would have known. I wish I would have known not to do this or how to do that. And I think there are some things that we know about, and yet there are people that would say that we get messages all the time. So I want to ask you, how is it? that you have learned to tap into this. Um, I know that you said your family, you come from a family uh, of psychics, but the question is how did you know to tap into it and what was your first psychic experience like? Well, my first psychic experience would probably be hard for me to pinpoint since I've been doing this since I was a little kid. I used to have all these invisible friends that I would talk to, and my mom was okay with it because uh, she was a medium uh, and a psychic, and actually my dad is as as well. Um, my dad didn't do it professionally. He was a negotiator for defense contractors, but he was their top guy because he could always kind of figure out what the other side was doing, and they could never they could never understand how he could do that. Um, so everyone in my family always had this intuitive sense. We'd meet certain people, and, and we wouldn't like them, and everyone else would say, oh, isn't so-and-so so nice? And we're like, nah, you can't trust that person. And then, you know, they would turn out to, to be right about that. But to get to your question, how do you how do you learn to do this, it is letting go of our skepticism 
and allowing the feeling to happen. And then it resonates through your body. So when you are in a situation and you get a feeling, you have to start listening to those subtle feelings. Psychic activity is is very, very subtle. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes it'll, you know, smack you in the face, you know, point blank. But but it's not like, especially with mediums, you know, when we, we connect with spiritual entities. Everybody wants that last scene in the movie Ghost. Remember when Patrick Swayze's glowing in the light and Whoopi and Demi are like, oh, wow, now you're going into the light. And it's not like that. It's it's much more subtle. But once you once you stop doubting yourself, it all comes down to having belief in yourself belief in your feelings and it's a in, in my opinion it's a faith god-based activity so once you start embracing that you'll start finding that your intuition your feelings and then the messages that you receive are not only accurate but they're extremely helpful what do you think mark and for those of you just tuning in i want to tell you this is a great show for you this is actually a call-in show And I want to make sure you know that tonight you're going to have an opportunity to actually connect with Mark Anthony. He's taking your calls. And as I said before, you know, he is renowned uh, practicing medium, specializes in communication with spirits. So we're calling them all in tonight for you. The number to call in live to the show for a call uh, and to kind of get in the queue is 888-815-9756. 888-815-9756. Seth will be taking your calls. I, I wanted to ask you, Mark, while, you know, you know, we're giving folks a chance to call in, I wanted to ask you about what's happening sort of in the pop culture. I, I sat back the other night, and, I, you know, we were kind of chit-chatting about this. And on the one hand, I, we, we were all disappointed that the television show Medium, I think, is not being picked up. By, by, I guess, ABC or whatever channel it was on. However, it is going to be right. picked up, I think, by TNT. But we talked okay. about this, and we said, well, wait a minute. There's Ghost Whisperer. There's Medium. There's um, the, the uh, what the heck is his name, The Mentalist. Then there's this new show, The Listener. And that, that only captures what's on kind of the channels, the, you know, the, the non-cable channels. Well, everything's cable now. What do you make of this? I think that this is a really positive development. I mean, obviously, whenever Hollywood gets involved, they embellish things and, and make it almost, you know, at times a little bit outlandish. But um, the medium is based uh, largely on the life of uh, medium Alison Dubois. Yeah. And, you know, she's legitimate, absolutely. And she's worked a lot with police in, in to, to use her gift to locate missing children. And also, I think that there is – see, Americans are very spiritual people. Uh, a recent survey, I think it was a Gallup poll or a Harris poll, indicated that over 90% of Americans believe in God. However, there's a lot of people uh, that are turning away from traditional religions. And, I, and I, I'm not advocating that. I mean, this is an observation, not a, and I'm not – you know, this is not me telling people turn away from your religion. But I think what's happening – is that people are not finding that spiritual connection. They sit there all, all you know, in a, in a service and hear why you're bad, why you're terrible, and why you need to give money, as opposed to that connection, that uplifting feeling. And the past stigmas, because a lot of uh, organized religions are very um, anti-mediumistic contact with spirits, um, that's beginning to fade away. People are now seeking personal spiritual experiences to find uplifted and fulfilled, and pop culture is right in there picking up on it because not only is there interest, this, this subject is now openly discussed. Um, some of the people in my family a couple generations ago, it was very dangerous for them to discuss their abilities openly. And especially my father's side of the family, they're very conservative uh, uh, Pennsylvania Baptists, and um, they, they, there was a huge stigma about talking about seeing people that weren't there. Whereas on my mom's side of the family, they were Italian Catholics, and hey, that was cool. It was interesting. They they were venerated in the community. So a lot of those preconceived superstitions are beginning to go away. That, that's what I what I believe. I really think that there is, as you said. I mean, I think there's there's a whole rise in consciousness. And, you know, what some of you have been doing for quite some time is now becoming, 
um, fashionable, so to speak. I mean, we went from being burned at the stake, so to speak, um, of, of this almost this new level of acceptance, although it's not accepted in everywhere in the United States, for example. I mean, there are some states where you can't do astrology. Uh, it's illegal to practice astrology. But on the other hand, people are now real open to get some answers. What is, and we have this, this confusion, what is the difference between a psychic and a medium? Because, you know, we see the, the TV show Medium, but now we're looking at this other show, The Listener, and I think that some people don't really care. They just want to get answers. But there is a difference, isn't there? Yes, there is a difference. Every medium is a psychic, but not every psychic is a medium. So let's take a psychic first. Okay. A psychic tunes into the energy of a person, place, or thing. So in other words, if I were to do a psychic reading for somebody, I would be focusing on them and their energy, and then I can discern things possibly from their past, what's going on in their life, and, and what was going on potentially with their future. I also have a tendency to be able to pick up on, uh, for example, um, on Sunday I did a, um, a reading for a woman and I started getting real bad pains in my lower abdomen and it wasn't anything I could possibly relate to. And I said, do you have any type of female problem issues? And she indicated, well, yes, I've just been diagnosed with uterine cancer. Mm. Okay, so what I was doing is my energy field was interfacing with hers and um I was picking up on that particular problem with her. Whereas what a medium does, basically we're tuning to a different frequency on our on our radio, if you will, and a medium tunes into the frequency or the energy of a spiritual entity. So it's a third party. So mediums, so here's how I put it. If you want to find out what's going on with your love life, talk to a psychic. If you want to talk to a dead relative, talk to a medium. <laughs> and, you know, that's kind of interesting because, is you know, our, some of my relatives that, you know, have kind of moved on probably have more insight about relationships than, uh, than, than not. When we look at things in our future, and it seems like we want to know about things in our future, I, I want to talk about sort of uh, the folks that, that come to you, the folks that, that, that speak to you about this is what I want to know, Mark, this is what my life is about. And yet at the same time, I mentioned that, wow, I think we all have some kind of intuitive. Well, why is it that some folks are better at it than others? I mean, what do we have to do to get better at it? That's a good question. Well, um, we can all pick up a guitar and we can all bang out a couple chords, but how many of us are going to be Eric Clapton? And it's the same type of thing with uh, psychic or mediumistic ability. We all have the potential. We all have the equipment. We can all do it. It's just that some people are better at it than others. To get real, real technical, here's the theory. Psychic ability, once again, is tuning into frequency, whether it's of a person, place, or thing, or for a medium to a spiritual entity. And it all seems to emanate from the pineal gland, which is a small pea-sized gland in uh, behind your forehead. In other words, you know, for, for those of you out there who know about the chakras, the third eye, which is in the middle of your forehead, that's the third eye chakra. Well, if you go a couple inches in, that's where the pineal gland is. Now, why am I saying this? The British, and, and the British do a lot of psychic research. I mean, they are, they are really, really um, great about this, and they look at it as a science, and they've been studying it for about a century and a half now in earnest. And the pineal gland has recently been discovered to have calcite crystals in it. So here's the pineal gland in the middle of of the brain. The brain has an electrical field, electrical currents going through there. The pineal gland, we don't fully understand, but we know it processes light. I'll get to that more later. But with the crystals, the first radio was a copper wire going into a quartz crystal. So what we're doing is the same thing. And I, I... I would venture to say we're much more sophisticated than that. So once you start working with that ability to, you know, we have a radio antenna in our head, basically. And if we start working with it, you'll be able to tune into things. So, Mark, what I think is, for those of you just tuning in, Mark Anthony joining us here today, let's, let's talk to our listeners about 
what they can expect in calling into the show tonight. How will you be able to work with them tonight? What kinds of questions uh, would you like to invite them to address? Absolutely. I would like to invite uh, anybody that would like to call in who is interested in connecting with somebody on the other side, and um, it is possible to do this over the phone. I like doing in-person readings better just because I like, uh, you know, the, 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 the personal contact, but I do um, quite a few readings on the phone, and I think, once again, it has to do with the electricity, plus a spirit. Here's how it works. I don't... Um, for those of you that are out there, I'm not going to be able to conjure up or summon anybody. And people say, but I want to talk to Aunt Martha. It's like, well, if Aunt Martha wants to talk to you, she's going to make herself known to me. I mean, in other words, she's going to try to get a message through to you. But if there's a medium around, she's going to take a much more direct, um, direct approach, and she'll change her vibrational frequency to where I can perceive her. So for those of you who want to make contact, um, please feel free to call in. You may not get uh, the exact person you want to talk to, but most likely somebody's going to show up. Well, I, I would love to kind of be an example, but let me give out that call-in number again, 888-815-9756. That's, uh, wow, that's toll-free worldwide, 888-815-9756. And we want to get your call. We want to put you in the queue. Seth will be right there to answer the phone. For our listeners, let's, I would love to do a demonstration. I don't do this that often, but Bobby said you're absolutely awesome and that I should do this with you on air. <laughs> I'm someone that has a very intuitive nature, but yet I second-guess myself. And I don't know if, if who I'm hearing or what I hear is, 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 is some something, some entity, something that's directing me. Somebody asked me the other day, Mark, I I made a statement in a presentation I did. I said, you know, sometimes I sit down and I do my meditation, and if it takes more than 30 seconds, that's really long because I ask a question and I get bombarded with answers. And so they said to me, oh, you must be psychic. And I said, I don't think I'm psychic. I don't think that's what it is, but I'm clearly getting messages. So for me, given where I am right now in my life, given what we want to do with the show, you know, how or who is out there that that is looking to communicate with me? Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for an initiatory journey to Egypt, May 2010. Picture yourself meditating in the Great Pyramid, cruising down the Nile on a private sailing yacht, and exploring ancient temples in exclusive visits. For a journey that expands your consciousness and opens your heart, call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. Introducing the featured re-release of Cat James' grassroots best-selling book, The Truth About Beauty, Transform Your Looks and Your Life from the Inside Out. The Truth About Beauty represents the most comprehensively researched and inspiring body and beauty guide to date. It's been called a masterpiece by New York Magazine's two-time nutritionist of the year, Oz Garcia, and a path to personal triumph by former glamour publisher Suzanne Grimes. The re-release edition of this modern health and beauty classic features 40% new material, including James' long-awaited recipes from her acclaimed Total Transformation programs, plus her living formula for freedom from food obsession, state-of-the-art natural skin, supplement, and anti-aging strategies, and a natural product resource guide called Worth Its Weight in Gold by Marie Claire Magazine. If you're ready to get serious, get the truth about beauty and transform yourself today. Visit informedbeauty.com. Are you living your life to the max? Is there anything you would like to change about how you feel or what you're experiencing? You can have anything you want, and empowerment psychic Linda Dickinson can show you the way. Living your life to the max is more than a catchphrase. It's what we intended when we came into this life. Empowerment psychic medium Linda Dickinson online at InMyFuture.com. For private sessions, call 800-206-9096. Live your life to the max. 
Margaret McElroy is an internationally recognized psychic, medium, and gifted spiritual teacher graduating hundreds of students from five continents, a popular magazine and newspaper clairvoyant from nearly a dozen publishing houses, she's authored eight books and hosted syndicated radio shows on over 30 stations around the world. Margaret says there's never been such a thirst for metaphysical knowledge. Check out her website at margaretmcelroy.com. That's margaret, M-C-E-L-R-O-Y.com. Can you imagine a world where noodles are calorie-free? For centuries, Japanese women have eaten these noodles. Now this Japanese Miracle Noodle is available in the United States at MiracleNoodle.com. As seen on ABC News, this noodle made only of soluble fiber has zero net carbs and zero calories. Imagine the possibilities. Now you know why it's called Miracle Noodle. Add noodles back into your diet guilt-free at MiracleNoodle.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. That was kind of a really cool thing that just happened. For more information about us, you can go to www.thedrpatshow.com. And please take the survey we've got on there right on the home page. It is a survey from one of our stations, and we need your support in taking that and making sure that you fill that out, letting us know what you like, what you don't like, and saying a few words about the Dr. Pat Show as well. Uh, joining us here today, Mark Anthony. For more information about Mark's website, you can go to HealGriefWithBelief.com, HealGriefWithBelief.com. Mark, thank you for joining us. We have Sandy. Why don't we go take the call, and then we'll get back to me. How does that sound? That sounds great. Okay, Hello, Sandy. Sandy, are you there? Yes. Hi, Dr. Pat. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm doing well. Great show. Thank you. How can we help you tonight? Well, I just I listened in, and I had a couple of questions maybe Mark can help me with. I had an aunt who passed away about 10 years ago. She was diagnosed with brain cancer, and within a matter of three months, she was gone. My mother, it was my mom's sister, she dreams about her on and off, and my sister sometimes has, you know, dreams as well. I don't dream about her so much. So my question is, is it maybe because I fear that I might get scared if I dream about her, that she doesn't appear to me, or can you maybe explain why I'm not getting the same feelings that my sister and my mother are getting? That, that's a great question, and there's a number of reasons why a spirit may or may not come through. Many times, it's simply because there may be no unresolved issues between you and your aunt. In other words, oftentimes spirits reach out from the other side because they want to help us heal, or they want to resolve an issue, or they feel us uh, grieving. So if, if you and your aunt were good, okay, and there was no upset or turmoil or, or anger issues or excessive grieving on your part, she may not need or she may not feel the, the need to, to reach out. But what I do get um, is interesting. Um, I keep getting the image of, of it, it looks like a pigeon or a dove over and over and over again as soon as you said my, my aunt. And I have a feeling that um, she, she oftentimes in these dreams there will be a bird um, which, looks like, um, which looks like a dove which symbolizes peace. And I think that the message here is the reason that your aunt is coming across to, it's your mother and your sister is because I don't think that they have inner peace with the passing of your aunt and that's the reason that your aunt is reaching out to them. Interesting, okay. Do you have a question for your for yourself? Well, maybe does Mark, okay. I know it's hard being on a phone, but Mark, do you sense anything if she's around? Like, how do I know if she's around me as well? Uh-huh. Well, there's a number of ways that you can perceive her. Uh, you can feel a presence. And you might feel, oh, okay. You know, it's really weird. Like sometimes you'll feel that you're being watched, or you'll be thinking very heavily about that person and get the impression that they're in the room. Uh, that's known as clairsentience. We have four psychic senses. That's clairsentience because that means clear feeling. 
You may re uh, have a clairvoyant experience where you feel that you might catch a glimpse of her out of the maybe peripheral vision of your eyes, or the, there's such a vivid memory in your head coupled with the sense of a presence that would be clairvoyant. You may hear uh, something. You may hear a couple words that sound like you know they're in her voice. That's known as clairaudience, clear hearing. And then there's other uh, contact experiences where you might smell a familiar perfume. Maybe she wore, I don't know, Chanel Number no. 5. Maybe that was her favorite perfume. And all of a sudden you smell Chanel Number no. 5, and it's like, okay, there's no Chanel Number no. 5 in the house. Why am I smelling this? Because what a spirit does is when they want to make contact, they vibrate intelligence, they vibrate information to you. Your energy field, your electrical field, picks it up and through the intuitive senses. You translate that into discernible information. Blah, blah, blah. What that means is your aunt knows she likes Chanel number five. She knows you know that. She's going to make you smell it. The one thing I do get many, many times is I get this urge to call her, and then I forget. I'm thinking, well, she's not here anymore. But it happens a lot. Oh, that's great. That is great. The sense to call her is her reaching out to you. In other words, you associate picking up a phone and calling someone with communication. I mean, that's what we do. Right. And that's what she's, so she is around you. It's just that your mother and your sister are receiving the information in the uh, sleep state, whereas you're getting it in the conscious state. And that is how, that's how psychic activity occurs. It's very subtle. Like, you feel that you want to call her. So she's reaching out to let you know, hey, Sandy, I am here. I am around you. Hmm. Okay. Thank and you so much. That Im impression, you know, just calm down, relax, and say, okay, give me more. Yeah. Me wow. More. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't know if I would be frightened by it or not. Well, there's nothing to be frightened about. Um, what they teach us at the Arthur Finley College in England, and that's, that's where I study with, um, with, the, with the British mediums because they've been teaching us or teaching mediums for 150 years there. Uh, and they're funny about it. They go, oh, you Americans are so full of this superstitious nonsense. <laughs> and, 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 and Hollywood scares the daylights out of us with, you know, poltergeist and all those nonsensical movies, whereas there's nothing scary about it because this is a conversation with somebody that you love, and they're not going to try to upset you. And a lot of people, I had somebody uh, come to me and say, my house is haunted. And, I, you know, I went over there and it's like, there's this, this African-American woman. And I go, you know, I'm, I'm getting the sense that there's a guy that kind of looks like George Jefferson. She goes, oh, my God, it's my father. Everyone used to call him George Jefferson because he looked like George Jefferson. And what it was, she was grieving so much, he was trying to communicate with her. And so what happens, a spiritual energy is, is you know, they're, they're, they're um, an energy field. So when they interact with your energy field, it's an electrical reaction in our our neuro um, our neural net, and you get that tingling sensation, which we interpret as fear. But it's not fear; it's simply a physiological reaction to spiritual contact. Wow, Sandy, did we get everything for you? Oh, I think I think we may have lost Sandy. I think oh. she's got everything she needs. Sandy, thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for calling. Oh, Sandy, you're still there, yes, right? Yes, I'm still here. Okay. Did that work for you? Yes, it did. Can I ask one more question? Sure, go ahead. If something in your room moved, does that mean that there's somebody there? Well, that's a good question. Oh, that is a good question, and I'm glad you brought that up because unexplained electrical phenomenon like we experienced earlier when I was uh, getting uh, an energy for Dr. Pat, <laughs> um, well, spirits interrupt electrical fields because they're electrical fields, and yes, Things can't. I used to live in an apartment when I was in law school, and there was this mischievous spirit there that used to knock things off the table all the time. And yes, yes, things can move, and that can oftentimes be spirit activity. And then weird things will happen, like you come home and the photo album is open to a picture of the person that that you're missing or grieving, and it's like, okay, how did this get open? Or why does that person's phone number? showing up on my caller ID when they have died. So there are a number of things like that. Uh, spirits, um, they, they are trying to get through us all the time. It's just that 
we have a tendency to block it out. But how do you know, how do you know if it's a bad spirit coming through? Well, I, I don't um, ever worry about bad spirits because what you do is when, when you pray, um, you ask to be protected by the white light of the Holy Spirit, the white light of God, um, the white light, um, and that only spirits for the highest of purposes are to come into your vibration, into your home, into your life. Uh, as far as evil spirits, you know, jerks die all the time, <laughs> okay, <laughs> but um, but they, they, once they're on the other side, um, and this, 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 this could be, Dr. Pat, this could be a whole whole show just exactly. on uh, evil spirits. Exactly. But, um, yeah, but, but uh, they're not necessarily evil anymore, and they, too, may be trying to reach out. But, you know, there's some people out there that, even in the spirit world, you still have freedom of choice. And if they're not choosing to ascend to, for the highest of purposes, they can be somewhat mischievous. But here's the thing, Sandy, they can't hurt you. And okay. if you feel the presence of what you determine to be a negative energy, you start to pray, and you envision white light flowing through your body, your whole house. Um, and let me tell you, they, they cannot be around. They're, they're going to be gone. Good to know. Well, there you go. You've got your marching order, Sandy, I yes. think. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dr. Pat Mark. Thank right, you so up. much, Sandy. Thanks okay, for the great, great, great questions. Yeah, thank you, Sandy. God bless you. Bye-bye. Wow. Thank you. We're taking your calls, 888-815-9756, 888-815-9756. Let's kind of get back to what you were sensing before we got disconnected. When I asked you the question, um, I was going to sort of be a demonstration of uh, uh, how this works. And I wonder if we could get back to that, Mark, yes. uh, because whatever you were saying to me, I didn't hear. <laughs> okay. Well, what I'm getting, um, since we got on the line, I keep getting a mental image of a father type of energy. And this is definitely on your father's side of the family, and it could be your father, it could be an uncle, but it's on the father level. And I'm getting a man that had um, a receding forehead, uh, very white hair. He had a mustache either before he passed or or at some point in his life. Um, and he had severe respiratory ailments towards the end of his life. That that's that's what I keep getting. Mm-hmm. And I think that he also suffered with some type of headaches or head pain, which could mean a couple different things. It could mean that. Either had um, Alzheimer's, dementia, um, or an aneurysm or, or stroke, because that—that's what I'm experiencing. Do you recognize that person? I I don't recognize it on my side of the family uh, because I don't recognize uh, anyone with white hair. Okay. Um, most of my relatives stay with that dark Italian hair. However, what I want to say is my best friend's father. Um, it almost fits that description, except for the mustache. Okay. And you know, well, he, and, like and he was like my father. So when you said father-like, father. that's where I went to. He was probably more of a father to me than my own father. Okay. Very, very white hair. Okay. Yeah, because this, this this energy has very, very white hair, and it feels like he was very sick for some time before yes. he passed. Did yep. he have severe respiratory ailments? He didn't have respiratory per se that I know of. I wasn't there when he passed. He had more of a rheumatoid arthritis condition. Okay. Um, and, I, you know, I don't know if that's what developed in him. But pain, when you mentioned pain, that was clearly uh, an issue for him. Yeah, he had, he had a lot of pain. Did he die um, of an aneurysm or? Very, very interesting, very unexpectedly. Um, he had a collapse. I think he was in Atlantic City. They took him to the hospital and found that he had sort of, you know, what is it, septic, the, the toxic, where your body is so toxic from infection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so even though it wasn't an aneurysm, um, it was sudden. Yeah, because what I'm getting is a tremendous amount of pain, and it seemed like he got pain in the... Um, and the right side of his head tremendously, mm. Mm. Um, and it, it, and he he was either running a fever, which would 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 
tie in with the septus, um, very uncomfortable. Okay, so I'm, I'm getting the feeling that this message is for your friend. Let's see what he has to okay. say. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, um, this guy liked to eat, and somebody in the family, and I know you said Italian, but I'm seeing like. Um, they weren't Italian. They weren't Italian, but because what I'm seeing is a, a lot of food, a lot of food. Yeah, they're, they're Norwegian the on their side. Okay, so revolving around the kitchen, and I don't know where they lived, let, mm-hmm. let me, but it seemed like one of those houses that's kind of, um, if you look at it from the street, it's very narrow, kind of skinny, um, and there was a couple steps up to get into it, um, and it was cold in there a lot. Um, something about 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 it was cold, so it must be up north somewhere. I, say I live in Florida, so you know right. everything you know here is 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 not like that. Right. Well, they're in Jersey. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see if he has a message for. It would be for my best friend Linda. Mm-hmm. Here's what he's saying, and I and, and Linda would be the one that's going to have to interpret this. Is okay. You you got to keep at it. I'm here. Oh, she yeah. would get that. Okay, yeah, and it's that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, gotta keep at it. That's what he sounds like. And um, <laughs> and he had an aversion to dust, so I don't know if he had an allergy, but he really didn't like dust. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where I'm getting the respiratory thing because there's like sneezing. He hated dust, um, and there was something about the wooden floors in the house were cold, and I don't think he liked that. You know, I don't know. I would imagine that, what, and I'll, I'll, I'll speak to her after the show today. I don't know if she's listening tonight or not. Uh, Linda, if you are listening tonight, um, why don't you give us a call, and uh, I'll repeat the number for you, 888-815-9756. You know, I, I mean, it's kind of interesting that he would show up. When you talk about the food in the family, what I remember with him is this tall Norwegian man was just amazing, taught me so much. But the things that we really loved doing with him were in the kitchen. If they weren't out in the shed, you know, teaching me how to use a table saw, it was in the kitchen, making special Norwegian bread. It's those kinds of things, those gatherings that would take so long but would be a special part and participation. Um, and so it's interesting he would come through to me. But let's talk about that for a minute, because even though the message wasn't for me, right. um, and it's not clearly not one of my, quote, relatives who, who tend to hang out sometimes, um, this is a message that came through for Linda. Correct. And that oftentimes happens because uh, he needed to get a message through to her. And you're close to her, um, and, and it's interesting because, I felt that it was a father-type energy, but not quite a father. I still think it could be father, could be an uncle. Right. Um, and so that, that fits, that fits uh, the placement there. So he's coming through um, because, basically, he wanted, wants to get a message through to your friend Linda, and I'm the quickest conduit that he can find right now. Okay. Well, we, we want to make sure that if there's somebody out there trying to get a message to you all, just give us a shout, 888 815 Nine seven five six eight 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 one five nine seven five six. You know, Mark, let's take a minute and give out your website so folks, you know, know a little bit more about you, um, what you have available for everybody. Absolutely. My website is www.healgriefwithbelief.com. And, it, you know, it gives some background about me, but it's also a resource for people suffering from bereavement, people who are trying to cope with the loss of a loved one. And so that's the the purpose of my website. And it explains, you know, about spirit contact. Um, It gives uh, an overview of world religions, view of immortality of the soul. So there's a lot of things on tips on how to cope, uh, coping mechanisms for grieving. So that's www.healgriefwithbelief.com. Um, when when we look at what you're sensing, what you're seeing, uh, sometimes some folks experience many spirits around them trying to sort of buy for the conversation, and yet uh, at, at others may or may not uh, have a sense of it. But in your case, 
how do you interpret what what a spirit is trying to say and how they're trying to say it? And what I mean by that is, you know, clearly that message was, you know, for Linda. Right. And and that that's a message that, that she'll relate to. Uh, and yet at the same time, we're, we've got these messages out there and these energies and, the, and these vibrations out there. How does one interpret them if we don't have someone like you, Mark? That's a good question, and sometimes it's very difficult to do that. If, if the contact is in a visitation, which is in a dream, that's usually pretty easy because okay. the, um, and you'll know the difference between a sleeping visitation or a dream because dreams have that surrealistic, nonsensical feel to it where, you know, Uncle Henry shows up and turns into a jack in a box or whatever. But if all of a sudden <laughs> Uncle Henry comes up and you sit down at a table and he says, I need to tell you something. And during the dream or, or the visitation, you realize that this is lucid and coherent and the, the the whole episode has a beginning, a middle, and an end, and you feel like it is a conversation. That's not a dream. That's a, that's a visitation. So that's, that's a lot easier. The subtle contact, um, I had a lady come to me, and she, she was so upset because she said, I miss my daughter so bad, and she was killed in a car accident a year before, and she never comes to me. I never sense her. And during the, the discernment, that's what I call readings, discernments, I kept seeing an image over and over and over of a Christmas tree. And her, uh, the woman that was sitting in front of me, putting crystal angels on the Christmas tree. So I said, I keep seeing this image of you putting a crystal angel on a Christmas tree. And she goes, oh, my God. I said, what? She goes, I, I haven't put up a Christmas tree since she died. And the other day, I suddenly thought, well, I need to, and... I got the weirdest feeling that I needed to put crystal angels on it. I said, well, where do you think you got that idea? And she goes, oh, my God, that, that was my daughter. And I said, absolutely, it was your daughter. And I said, now she's showing me um, a hand turning on a radio. And she goes, oh, my God. She goes, all the time when I'm driving, I suddenly turn on the radio. I don't know why I turn it on. And there's a song that makes me think about her. So... It is situations like that where a spirit will influence us to do something. You turn on a radio and there's that song that reminds you of that deceased loved one. That's a spirit's attempt to let you know, I am around you. I love you. I have not abandoned you. Wow, that's absolutely amazing because I've had that experience on radio where Benny will pick a song and all of a sudden I'll say, wow, where did you get that song and I say, you know, my mother used to play that song all the time. And it's kind of interesting. I lost my mother, you know, when I was seven years old. And so I've never felt like she's left me. I want to make sure everybody out there, we've got a few minutes left. You could try that toll-free number, 888-815-9756. We've got a direct line for you as well, 530 Five three zero eight seven six nine nine one six. You know, Mark, there's so much we've talked about tonight. It's been really a great experience, and thank you for sharing your gift. Um, do you get information randomly? What I mean by that is, you know, people say that there there are messages, there are spirits all over. Um, after the event of nine eleven, I think people, uh, especially psychics, mediums. They were really sensing spirits everywhere. Yes. And I wanted to ask you, is that the same with you? I mean, I know that it's you and I here, but can't there be many spirits out there that are wanting to direct or give a message? Absolutely. We See, we're surrounded by, I mean, there's spirits everywhere. And, you know, at any at any given time, any single person, probably has about 30 or 40 spirits around them that are associated with them in one way or the other. And But, but they don't always change their frequency. In other words, they bring their frequency down so we can bring our frequency up and get a match, and that's how we communicate. Um, so, yes, it is like that for me. Um, I've learned how to turn it off because if you don't, it, you know, think about it. You, you don't want your, your, your mind, your, your, you know, your psyche open 24-7. You don't leave your house, the doors and windows of your house, unattended, open 24-7. Okay, there, there's, there's no way you, you can or should do that. 
So you have to learn how to filter this because spirits love attention. They like talking to us. Well, it's wow. driving nuts when you're trying to sleep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, let's take a call. We've got Catherine from Schenectady, Schenectady New, New York. Catherine, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, welcome to the show. I got a real, very strange uh, spelling. Where are you from? Me? Yes. Uh, I was born here in Schenectady, New York. It's near Albany, New York. That's what I thought. Yes. Yeah, very familiar. I'm a New Yorker myself. Welcome to the show. How can we help you tonight? I want to connect you with Mark. Well, I, I just uh, uh, happened to tune in, and the, uh, the first time I'm hearing the show, and I just got lucky to get through. But I wondered, um, I was very close to my uh, mother, and this is the question I have. Um, sometimes, it, I guess, I'm looking for advice when, when you are a caretaker and you lose someone, and then it seems like it's hard to get an interest in life again. And it's not, not that I'm a sad person, but it's that um, so much of mundane life I don't take interest in anymore after such a spiritual experience of, of caring for someone and helping them to pass on. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but um, I guess I was just looking sense. for any advice of um, or any experience that the, that the, uh, the reader might have for me. Well, let me let me ask you this. Um, did your mother um, at some point, was she kind of on the heavy side? Yes. I'm having trouble hearing you. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Was your, your, your mother, she was heavy at, at some point in her life. She was. Okay. Um, and did she, when she did wear um, lipstick, did she like brighter color lipstick? Oh, my like God. That? You're freaking me out. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> that would be her one characteristic. You're really freaking me out okay. <laughs> in well, a good way. I don't mean it in a bad way. <laughs> she's coming through in a very big way, and I see that, and, and, and she keeps showing me a polka dot dress. I don't know why. Oh, my. You're really, you're really amazing me. You truly, okay. truly are amazing All right. well, me. Well, well, Mom is here. Mom's here. Okay. So let's see what she's got to say for us. <laughs> All right, here's what she's telling me. She's showing me like she's breathing deeply, like you've got to breathe a breath of fresh air, okay? Mm-hmm. And she is showing me where she's opening up, an, opening up a door and walking out into like a pine forest and woods. And I'm not sure if she's showing me like a representation of where she's at because it's crisp and clear and pine and there's a beautiful lake there and some hills in the background. Um, that, that, that could be a place that you recognize or it could be a representation that she is in a beautiful, wonderful place. And the message to you is that you are still where you were at the time that she died and she has now opened up this door, gone into this beautiful new realm, and she would like it if you would do the same but here in the material world. Mm-hmm. Okay? So what you have to do is acknowledge and accept the fact that she's on the other side, but that she may have physically died, but who she is is alive and well. But she feels, and this is what she's telling me, she feels in many ways you're the one that died because you're not living on. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're truly amazing, my goodness. well, well, I, I, I think God about everything for, that you said. Yeah, thank your mother second. I'm just the radio that tunes in. <laughs> okay. Very good. Well, I'll hang up and I'll keep listening to the show. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Wow. Thank Bye-bye. You. Wow. Uh, Mark, incredible. I mean, what a great show. I can't believe it has gone by so quickly. Um, and I want to make sure we give out your information one more time and uh, let folks know how they can find out more about you, how they can work with you directly. Oh, well, thank you, Dr. Pat. My, my website is www.healgriefwithbelief.com. My website is a resource for people suffering with grief. It gives information about me as a psychic medium, and it is, to, is designed to help people cope with the pain of loss. That's Heal griefwithbelief.com. Do you find, Mark, that there are people more now than ever that are, are looking for answers, that are calling you, that are, that are wanting to find out, you know, something other than what they see in the newspaper and the television and, 
you know, all of that left brain stuff, kind of. <laughs> uh, absolutely, because, you know, I mean, it was funny. I was going through uh, some papers in the garage, and I found a newspaper from when I was a kid. It was, like, you know, back in the 70s. And I started looking at it, and it was like war in the Middle East, economic uh, disaster. It was like, dear God, it's all the same stuff. I mean, yeah, there's some things that are different, but it's the same angst, aggravation, and negativity that was going on then. And I think, you know, yeah, we've got to be aware of the world around us, but it's really more important to focus on what's going on with me. How can I improve myself? How can I find inner peace? How can I get away from addictions? How can I be kinder to the people that I love? And the one thing I would like to say to all of your listeners, whenever you have a conversation on the telephone, in person, however, with somebody that you love, even if they aggravate you, and God knows the people that love us can really punch our buttons, make sure that the last thing you say to them is, I love you. Because the truth of the matter is, you never know if that will be the last thing that you say to them here in the material world. That is such a powerful, powerful message. Uh, I think, Mark, we're learning so much about love and, and so much about how to be kind to ourselves as well. Thank you so much for today's show. I hope you will join me on air another time, uh, maybe on a, one of these other 14 hours of live radio. I'd love to have you back. It would be an honor, Dr. Pat. Wow. Mark Anthony, everyone. Um, what a great show. For more information about the Dr. Pat Show and to sign up for our newsletter so that you can find out about uh, people like Mark in advance. You'll find out about the next time he's going to be on in advance. Just go to www.thedrpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R, patshow.com, or simply drpatlive.com. And remember exactly what Mark just said, that, there is that special moment, regardless of what kind of day you have, where you can take a nanosecond out for love. And many people say it's a difficult thing to do, but the way that Mark Anthony just described it is just beautiful. So remember today, if you haven't said it to someone that you love or you haven't said it to yourself, that this is your time and your invitation to bask in the glory of love. Until next time, remember that, I love all of you. You have been an incredible support to the show. Uh, we would not be the Dr. Pat show without you. And I'm so glad I get to take the journey with you. Have a great one, everyone, and we'll see you next time.
Thoughts are not here right 